everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. Welcome to Listen to This Shit, where your hosts talk about, well, whatever we want to talk about. I'm Joan. And I'm Mel. And I'm sure you can hear me clearly now because I now have a good, like a good mic, like a big boy mic. (laughs) Yes, that I accidentally gave her. Okay, quick story. So basically... I'm like, okay, we're going to have this podcast. Let's get some mics. So I bought myself a better mic. I was waiting for Mel to get one. And then for my birthday, my sister gifted me a mic. So, so I now kept I the- have a mic. So now I kept the one she gave me and I gave the one that I bought to Melika. Yes, it's really funny. And this kind of is like a liaison to like what we're going to be talking about for the first bit. Um, our past few weeks, because the last episode we recorded was a little bit ago. So it wasn't really up to date, but now we're kind of on a schedule. So, yes. And now it's pretty nice. We've, let's see, what have we been up to? Last week was my birthday. Yes. Hence why she got the mic. (laughs) Yes. I turned 23. Um, I am an Aquarius. So if you didn't know, now, you know, N word anyway. So basically, (laughs) Um, for my birthday, I just had a little get together. Malika and her boyfriend came over. My boyfriend came over. Our friend Elena came over and we literally sat, drank. We played a couple games. We watched a little bit of SVU when it was working because it wasn't working and it was annoying. And we but also it- talked about our trauma. Our traumas came up. You know, what kind of, you know, what kind of party would it be for Gen Z or Zennials, I suppose, to not talk about trauma at any given point? Right. We did the TikTok trauma circle bond. I still have to get that edited, but it's on my Google Drive now. So I did the first step. So now I just got to edit it. But that was kind of intense, but also very funny at the same time. <laughs> I know. It was crazy because everybody was just like throwing their deepest and darkest trauma out there. And I'm like, oop, oop, oop. I know, right? Oop, I'm like, oop, drama, oop. <laughs> and that's what we <laughs> off of, apparently. <laughs> right. And now both of us, um, so we're both in school right now. So we're doing a lot of schoolwork. Um, I'm just writing, honestly, because I'm taking like four different film classes and two of them are heavy on the writing. Well, my senior seminar is going to be heavy because I'm going to write a freaking research paper, but I'm actually writing one pilot, which is actually our tied up lines idea that we've had for the past five years. I'm actually writing into a pilot, which I'm so excited. And then I'm also writing a full length strange, a full length feature from that's based off of strangerville the sims 4 game pack i'm not lying when i say that i'm not lying (laughs) i know literally she's been telling me about that um strangerville idea forever and i think it's so funny and apparently what your professor liked it yes he actually really he dug it like he's just like i don't know anything about sims this is really interesting like when i tell you i literally pulled this ending out of my ass 30 minutes before I had to show him that I even wrote an ending he really was just like oh my god like this is actually really good like I can see where you're going with here you you know you, you described the story what the game pack is but I like how you're you're taking the friendship up the friendship aspect and I said yes I love stories about friendship I love it sorry I'm <laughs> crunching on some ice I'm anemic um <laughs> Oh my god. As, I guess like as for me, um I decided to take a three gap year to go back to college. So I just started going back to college in 2019, which is a lot of fun. Um, 
you know, I got depression. Uh, I have. I got depression. <laughs> I have depression. So like, it's kind of hard. But this semester, I'm back in school. I took uh, fall of 2020 off because I wanted to die. So we are here, you know, trying to live. You know, you know, y'all feel me. Um, Sorry. I know she she's over here chugging a Sprite, but. <laughs> I got to get my electricity in. You know, for Black History Month. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. But yeah, I've been in school. Um, I'm taking so like three classes. I'm taking an intro to French class, which is very interesting. I don't speak French well, um, but I'm learning. I'm trying. And I'm taking a composition class uh, to write papers. I'm an English major, so um, it comes pretty easy to me. I just hate all the busy work. It's really annoying when you already know what you're doing and then they just assign it because they have nothing else to do. And I'm like, give me something with some sustenance. And then taking social issues class, which again, something I'm passionate about. We're both passionate about. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's very easy. So yeah. Also, um, within the past, well, this past weekend, I celebrated my two year anniversary with my boyfriend who went to nasty Cleveland. Um, <laughs> Cleveland is janky. I don't know why we keep going back there. Actually, I do know why. It's because of the art museum. So if you are from Ohio, or if you're honestly from the Midwest, I definitely recommend going to the Cleveland Museum of Art. It is free all the time. Recommend it. It's big as fuck. It is huge. It's actually like it's very I love the Cleveland Museum of Art it's so nice and I think what I like about it is how it's like it's so big it has its own wing when I went to Cleveland over the summer with my boyfriend we went into like the early age of art that I did not even I didn't even realize that wing even existed so we went in there and we saw a whole bunch of like renaissance era art which is nice and then we came across the night like the night like that that part of and there was just a whole bunch of different like knight statues and armor yeah Niall really loved that and oh my god it was the first time I I mean I dug the renaissance art but also it's like my mom low-key like dressed up our house when I was a kid like that so it wasn't really that new (laughs) yeah um I think that's probably like one of Taylor and I's favorite sections specifically the um the paintings of Psyche and Cupid and then Apollo and his muses like looking at the art and being able to see like the intricate details and like just how detailed this stuff is you can literally see individual strands of hair on these people which is amazing considering these things are hundreds of years old maybe even thousands of years old and they're fucking huge like they have them hung up on the wall but like when you really think about it that's like the side of a house okay <laughs> that's what taylor and i were like talking about taylor is my boyfriend by the way and niall is mine if you did not put it together <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you know these past few weeks have been pretty pretty decent for the most part i would say you know it feels mm. good to have like a different president it almost makes you forget that we have like a decent president because you're just wondering if Donald Trump is lurking in the background somewhere, <laughs> which even he is. Though, even though Biden did get some flack for um, like rejecting the 
the student debt proposal. Oh, did he? I would he did. That. He rejected it. And a lot of people are like, oh, you thought he was going to save you. What? I'm like, what? I mean, yeah, that kind of sucks because I don't want to be paying my 50 grand. Like, hell no, because, you know, but I need a degree, you know, to get a job, even though my, my degree is kind of useless, honestly. But, yeah. you know, I... I'll make it work. I got a degree in film studies, so that means I know how to, I how how to film shit. So maybe that maybe that'll help me. I'll I'll become like a creative director somewhere. Even though a creative director is actually my like dream job right now. I, I think I, I think that's like a a way of putting it. I'm gonna go back to the whole like Biden thing and like how people are like talking shit and and saying like, oh he he messed up. Here's the thing. We accept that these people have flaws. We don't accept blatant racism and fuckery, okay? And we do not worship, oh, I don't worship my politicians. I don't think Joan worships her politicians. We don't Uh, care. No. We don't care. They are not God. They are not some higher being. They're people just like us. We just like people that aren't going to, you know, literally bury us alive. And the one thing about people that we are free to do, we can criticize them. So yeah, the criticism for Joe for Joe Biden um, denying the student debt proposal is kind of shitty. But also, I guess it's just the thing where it's like, I guess just us as students or anyone else who supports, you know, free college, we just have to do our part to make them known that this is not it. It's not what we want. Yeah, and we want a new proposal. That's what we should do. Yeah. During Black History Month? Oh my God. <laughs> I know. Speaking of Black History Month, don't you have some little facts to spit, some little things you want to tell us? Yeah, since it is Black History Month, um, I was going to do a, a history fact when I thought, you know, I love films, I love TV, I love books. So why not recommend all of the three? So recently, I just finished Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. And let me tell you, this book is amazing Uh, mel knows i have not shut up about this book i know literally literally what this book is it's basically about um amira tucker who was a babysitter for um alex chamberlain she pretty much um has um her little daughter at the grocery store and then she gets stopped and get accused of kidnapping and basically from this incident kind of snowballs into a situation of white fragility and implicit bias um this is actually set in the mid 2010s so like it kind of felt relatively new but also like i say dated but dated in some aspects and i think what i i loved about this book was um well first of all the drama because who child let me tell you the drama but also like i guess just like the book was really hinting at the fact it's like as a black person or a person of color i guess it's kind of hard or at least it's kind of hard to accept that sometimes you might have to question some white people and their intentions because it's not always good yeah and it's and it's interesting because the two white people in her life her boss and then this guy you know said that they they did what they did to protect her but it's like why do they make that decision for her why can't she make that decision for herself Mm -hmm. up to her own conclusions so it's a good read it's really funny it is so funny um 
and I can't recommend it enough. Um, it, Kylie Reed is a black woman. She wrote this book. It's her debut book. So please go check it out. If you have a, an e-reader, if you have an audiobook, please go check it out. It's so funny. Like I would really recommend this for um, a book club. If you have a book club, please, please, please read this book. It would be a very, it will definitely draw an inter interesting conversation. Then for- to go back to the whole thing where you were talking about like yeah it was based in 2010s but it feels like it's now I mean this problem has been going on forever so it's like <laughs> same problem different day <laughs> right like and it's just it's crazy because like especially with um white fragility if you don't know about that book that's a I it's on my it's actually on my book list for this year because I want to read about it um and I think it, I think it was a lot of like uh, a lot of tones of that if you don't know what fragility is um let me do maybe this podcast is not for you <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding we're open to anybody we love learning no seriously like we love learning and if you don't know what it is and you've heard about it but you don't know really what it is here's the definition it is discomfort and, and defensiveness on the part of a white person when confronted by information about racial inequality and injustice. So um, examples of this is when, um, let's say, uh, I don't know, like Malika, who is half white, but let's say she was all white and she came up and said hello to everyone. Uh, hello, how are you doing, David? Hey, Isabella, I, I love you. And then she sees me and she's like, oh, hey, sis, what's going on? How you doing? You know change it up and I'm just like you know uh, you kind of change that up for me but not for everyone else so what's up with that usually people do get defensive when they get called out on their right. behavior right. so that means like getting loud crying I didn't mean it I wasn't like that I was trying to connect with you sis they will proceed to continue saying the thing that they were saying <laughs> even when you tell them to stop that mm -hmm. so that would be an example of white fragility um the book is written let me see it's by it's written by robin d'angelo so um if you are white or even a person of color anyone that's very interested in the topic um like discovering it and finding examples of it and what to do in the situation i would probably i would recommend that book i mm -hmm. i've watched a ted talk actually over it it's really good it's still on my to read list i want to read it i know same i haven't picked it up yet i might go buy it just because i I'm a person that likes to have books, even though sometimes I don't read them for a while. It's for pure aesthetics and aesthetics only. Oh, not for me. <laughs> I'm literally going to school to be a librarian. What do you mean? <laughs> Honestly, I actually been thinking about doing like a print book. For, I saw that on TikTok. It was that one dude that criticizes the McMansions. <laughs> Wait, you're talking about like a, you said like a print book, like a zine, like a little magazine? maybe I don't I don't know if it was it didn't really look like a magazine like okay do you remember when we went to Caroline's grad party and she literally had her senior photos in the book yeah I guess what they did in the 70s is that they took a whole bunch of pictures like of like the young life and they made it into a book and it was very popular like it was a very popular art thing um I have to find that TikTok and send it to you because I'm what what's the book called um, I don't remember what it's called. I just remember the guy that rates McMansions talking about it. And it was very interesting because I'm like, I kind of, and basically the whole point of the books was like showing mundane life. And I'm like, oh my God, I would love to do that. That would be actually like so cool. So uh, I might do that. 
I might do that. This is fun. I've, um, there's this bookstore that I go to here in Columbus. It's um, called $2 Radio Headquarters. It is a indie uh, publishing company slash coffee shop slash vegan restaurant slash bookstore slash everything I love. Um, but they actually uh, have a lot of books like that where it's almost like a, a photo booklet of different mm-hmm. things. Like some people take pictures of life in like Detroit or pictures of houses or pictures of people feeling things like just, it's interesting. It's cool. But I, I kind of get what you're talking about. Yeah. So I kind of want to do that maybe with my, uh, my vintage be my vintage camera that I thrifted like a year ago for four bucks. We love that. But what was the um, other things for Black History Month? Black History Creatives. Yes. So for the move for another movie for Black History or a movie for Black History Month has been a favorite. It has been running in my house for years. It is called The Five Heartbeats, and it is directed by Robert Townsend. He also stars in it, and it basically follows a fictional singing group from the 1960s as they rise and fall through the industry. And um, think about it. You know, just think of it as like a male dream girls. Because right. this was made actually after Dreamgirls when it was on Broadway. Um, fantastic music. I love the design. The costume design's not that bad. But the music is honestly what stands out. Like, we will always be, like, singing, um, like, a house. Like, we just be singing all the time. Like, when I tell you, this movie was one of the movies that was basically repeated in our whole house for, like, years. We'll throw it on every once in a while, but please watch it it's it's made by black people stars black people do it it's so much fun people and all people (laughs) yes (laughs) wait was okay and then the last tidbit for um black history recommendations um a show that i watched actually in june when um the black lives matter movement was hyping up again and i feel like i will bring this up because um I need to. So basically, it is the 2019-2020 release of Watchmen, the miniseries starring Regina King. And basically, it takes place 34 years after of the original series. And basically, there's a white supremacist attack on the police force in this city. I can't remember the name. And Angela Abar, who played by Regina King, and one other white dude. I cannot remember his name. But basically, those two are the only left. And the one white dude actually gets killed and then lynched. So now Angela, who also goes a sister night since now the police have to wear masks and this was before COVID. Okay. Um, basically what they had to do, um, what she had to do is now she has to figure out the, the surprisingly racist overtones of her, her partner or someone that she trusted and also her own racial background. Um, and what this was actually popular when it uh, premiered in I think it was January 2020, even in June 2020, was the first opening scene was actually about Tulsa. In Tulsa in 1921, which was Black Wall Street, that was brutally overtaken by white people after one Black kid was accused of whistling at a white woman, and they destroyed a whole town over it. Isn't also, wasn't the other issue about them destroying the whole town was since it was Black Wall Street and they were thriving, they were upset about the fact that there was like Black success. Yes, that's- I think that was another thing. I think that was like the underlying issue, but they just wanted to find like one, you know, find one little thing and they're like, okay, it's time. (laughs) Yeah. So when that premiered, a lot of people didn't, actually a lot of people did not know about this event at all. So- 
that's more awareness and if you want to even learn more about it go search it up it's actually quite depressing and actually quite ugly and know that there's actually a lot (laughs) of different places where this happened like the same like event where white people will literally destroy a whole town of black people kill people burn their houses burn their businesses destroy everything that they have worked for and it's it's like it's crazy it's crazy yeah no it really is like just thinking about that that white people are, I don't know, they're just so greedy and they're so selfish and they just want to be on top at all times. I'm sorry, this is not America's Next Top Model. You're not on top. I'm sending you home this week. <laughs> you want to be on top? <laughs> I'm sorry, just like, I also, I'm re-watching um, the newer seasons of America's Next Top Model when they first started introducing guys and never forget the beard weave (laughs) oh my god yes it's so messy I don't know why I still watch it but sometimes I just want background noise and that just so happens to be it Tyra with her big ass forehead Tyra with her big her fat ass never forget that clip off the Tyra show listen I think the Tyra show was honestly one of the best talk shows you think yeah, I think so. I love the Tyra show. <laughs> I saw the one episode where she came in and she's like, oh my God, I got bit by a dog. It had rabies. And then she starts acting like fucking ravenous on stage. And she's like, hi, it's a prank. And it's just like, what the fuck? Honestly, never forget Tyra Banks' failed singing career, even though Shake Your Body. I will shake my ass to that song. I will throw <laughs> it back to that song. Okay. <laughs> I see a, I smell a TikTok trend. Hold on, let me go find the song. Let me go, you know, give a dance. Let me imitate it. Let me get popular because that's all needs its due. I need Tyra to re-release it. I need her to do a remix. I need something. Someone, Meg, hop on the remix. Cardi B, <laughs> Doja Cat, j- jump on the remix. I need Shake Your Body 2021. Okay, that's what I need. Okay, I need. this is completely off topic, but kind of on topic since you just mentioned Cardi B um I was just thinking about today I may have discussed it with you already but I kind of want to just put it out there for my listeners um (laughs) so you know how like on TikTok there's like the bimbo movement yes okay so if you really think about it Cardi B is the definition of a bimbo like she has the big boo she's kind of I say this like air quote dumb, but she's really not dumb. She's actually highly educated. So if we're going with this like bimbo movement, mm-hmm. it really like I saw I saw a TikTok. I know guys, you probably are tired of hearing us reference TikToks, but that's the only source of entertainment, I guess, education right now. Right. Um, that we get <laughs> since we're in a whole Panasonic, but Panoramic. <laughs> Panera bread. Um, Papa John's. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I was just like thinking about it and I saw a TikTok that referenced to the bimbo movement, the new bimbo movement, where it's um, like dumb girls talking about social issues and um, sorry, I ate some uh, ramen stir fry that I made and I'm feeling it now. Um, But um, it was talking about like how white bimbos are more appreciated and more I guess like respected and like glorified versus women of color that are bimbos and I'm like man that's so true like think about Cardi B like people really make fun of her for being stupid but there's like 
so many other like white bimbos that people are like, oh my God, so relatable, so true. And I'm like, but Cardi, Tiffany Haddish, I kind of put her in that category. Like she comes off a little bit dumb, but I'm sure she's pretty smart. Did you see that silhouette challenge she did with Common? No, I did not. Is it, is it, good? Is it good? Oh my God. It got <laughs> heated. What did I see? I saw something. There was something I saw a long time ago that was really stupid about Common. They're like, oh no, here comes Common with the spoken word. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, I'm sorry that this like kind of went over to talking about bimbos. But yeah, the bimbo movement is weird. It's a weird movement right now. And I kind of feel conflicted because I love girls being hot, being dumb, doing smart things, scamming men, taking their money, talking back to the patriarchy. But it's also like, huh, it's still divided, even though you say you want to welcome everybody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess this is all for like the banter. Do you want to start the card game? I'm kind of excited. I want to see what this is like. Yeah, so let's get on with our, our card game. So basically, I actually got inspired to play this game because I'm subscribed to uh, Misoko Inavella on YouTube, and she did a video playing this game with herself. But then I'm like, holy shit, I want to do this with Malika. So I bought the game, 25 bucks at Target or your local store where they sell games um and i got it so basically there's three levels and oh well first i gotta tell you the name of the game that makes that makes sense Mm -hmm. so the game is called we're not really strangers so if you're a conversationalist and you love conversation games question games um deep connection games this one's for you i will highly warn though this game does produce some unresolved i don't say trauma but like some you know some feelings and stuff so it could get intense um i don't know if you can hear the paper asmr asmr okay so i'm opening up the instruction manual and here's what it says do you really know your best friend how well do you know your mother or sister or anyone else close to you WNRs is a purpose-driven card game three carefully crafted levels allowing you to deepen your existing relationships and create new ones are you ready so this is rules for two players so set aside the final card for the end of the game sit down facing one another with the level one cards face down now stare deeply into each other's eyes seriously stare into each other's eyes (laughs) (laughs) i tilted my blue light glasses down and then um the first to blink is to draw first um so i have the cards so um I will be drawing for both of us. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care. It's fine. It's whatever. So player A draws a card. Player B answers. Alternate back and forth until a minimum of 15 cards are played for each level. Once 15 cards or more have been played, feel free to advance to the next level. Feel free to keep a pile of used cards to avoid a confusion. Then when you get to the final card, when was the last time you received a handwritten note? The one time from your sixth grade crush? us too within this deck you'll find the final card that wraps up the game use the pencil and notepad to write your partner a note phone and exchange only open up once you guys have parted stranger danger do i have to play with a stranger no play with any human you like so what are the three levels level one is perception do you know how others see you level one is about gaining perspective on first impressions we give off and challenging the assumptions that we make about others 
Answer, answer the first response that comes to mind. If you guess incorrectly by your partner, feel free to reveal the answer. For example, what do you think I do for a living? Um, you look like an athlete. Interesting. I'm actually an accountant. If um, playing with games, answer the perception questions as if you're meeting for the first time. Feel free to skip any that you two already know about each other. Then number two, level two. Connection. Who are you really? This round is asking the rarely asked questions and connecting on a deeper level. Then you have level three. Reflection. Time to reflect on your game experience. Each care each player has a dig deeper card, which can be used once per level. These cards are meant to encourage transparency if you feel like your partner is holding back. Wild cards. You like how that sounds, don't you? If you draw a wild card, your partner must complete the instructions unless otherwise stated. These are meant to be spontaneous and a lot a lot of bit silly. These cards can appear for at any moment during the game. Certain wild cards do have a time do have a time limit. Have a phone handy to set the timer. Well, if you draw a what? So we both got those. And if you draw your and if you draw a create your own question wild card, ooh, excuse me. Player holding the card must create their own question for a partner. And that's it. That's that's how you play. Let's so we're get gonna go it. Fifteen cards, which I think we can do. We can do fifteen cards. Let's do it. I hope you guys don't get bored. This is going to be fun. We're going to try and make it fun for you guys. Um, it's going to be fun. We're fun people. And you can even use these questions with like, like if you hear some, you can even have them as like conversations with your friends. So think about it as like a conversation starter. Or if you're talking to a guy on Tinder or Bumble. Yes. Honestly, when I was on those dating apps, I actually liked the question-based stuff to find out like people that are fun for you. And it's kind of a shame that people don't use it that often. I know. I, I love reading people's responses specifically on what was it? Hinge or Bumble? I think it was Hinge. The app that was made to be deleted. <laughs> Hinge was a hell site. I will say all, honestly, all dating apps are. Okay. You're ready to meet each other for the first time. Let's do it. All right. Um, I'll draw first. Yes, yeah, I, I guess I guess I'll just draw for every single question and then like I'll I'll show you the card or at least I don't know how am I supposed to show you the card? Try to hold like, it up close to your camera. Can you see it? Yes, I can. Okay, great. Or hold it still so I can see. Okay, great. So um I will ask the first question and then Malika will ask the will answer the first question and then we'll just flip back and forth. So Hello, Malika. I'm glad that we're meeting for it the first time. Um, are those glasses real? They look no, I can see. I just look better with them, you know? I'm yeah. kidding. I, I need it for my computer. I can't. I can't handle the blue screen. You know, I feel you. I got to pair myself. Okay, so um, what subject do you think I thrived in at school? Did I fail any? See... I think you probably thrived in a, um, like a speech class or something. Mm. You seem like the type to, um, be really like vocal and you can deliver your points very well, just judging by your aura and your personality and a class that I think you failed in. I feel like you probably failed science. Yes. So funny thing is that I actually never took a speech class because when I did want to take it, they got rid of it. And um, I barely passed science all the times I had to take it. <laughs> okay. Here is your question. 
if MySpace were still a thing, what would be your song profile or what would be my song profile? Okay, just off of your era. Let's see, let's see. Um, I feel like your profiles are oh I know this is so funny. <laughs> I think your profile song, um, oh, I think it would be untouched by the Veronicas. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you Maybe just look, you just look like I think it's the hair. I don't know. Yeah, my shag. My yeah. shag is not a mullet. <laughs> I see that for sure. Interesting. Okay. All right. Can't rebuttal that. Okay. What about me intrigues you? Your smile and your laugh. <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> okay. Hold that still a little bit so I can see. Okay. There we go. What about me is most strange or unfamiliar to you? Man, you gotta dig in. Shit. I know. <laughs> I have to think. Okay, what's something that's unfamiliar? Um, man, can't even think. Shit. No, I can't because I feel like I know so much about you. I, I know we're supposed to be doing this as if we never met each other. I know. So I'm like, what is something that you? Okay, well, I guess just off of your, um, just of your look. Um, there's something that's kind of unfamiliar about you maybe like your love for anime because i have heard of cowboy bo peep before be pope be bop be bop i've heard of that before so i guess like that's kind of an un- untapped market like so you like anime i do i do i with this whole panasonic i have reverse like reverse time it went back to myself in like middle school and high school where i've liked anime so we're back I'm 12. I like my chemical romance. Okay, so is it my turn to ask now? I think I think no. no I think it was my I think it's my turn. Maybe. Okay. okay. No, wait, no, no. It's your turn. It's your turn because it's something about unfamiliar. I asked you that. Okay. What compliment do you think I hear the most? Again, I'm probably gonna bring back your smile and your laugh. Thank you. Okay, we're on question we're on card six now. Do I seem like a morning person or a night person and why? Okay, I think you definitely seem like a morning person. Um, uh, I feel like just the way you talk, I feel like you would be the person um, to get the meeting started and be like, okay, guys, it's currently 9.05 and we're going to get this meeting started so we can get out of here early. Okay, Janet, so I saw that you just submitted those reports. Can you get some more details on that? Um, I just need to make sure that I'm seeing these perfectly well. And um, let me tell you why I think you're wrong. But also, I do want to hear. I do want to hear more input. I feel like you would just be the one to run the meeting. So that's why I feel like you're a morning person. I see. I see. I used to be, but good job. Okay. All right. Now it's your turn. Oh, it's a wild card. Think of your favorite childhood TV show of all time. On the count of, wait, what's the rest of it say? I'm sorry, you took it too far. On the count of three, say it out loud, both players. One, two, three. Cyber Chase. Arthur. Both PBS kids. Okay, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I know. Listen, I stopped watching Cyber Chase when I was a sophomore in high school. Do not come for me. Arthur, I still watch today. I'll like put it on. <laughs> okay. 
what fast food restaurant do you think I'm likely I'm most likely to drive through and what would be my order (laughs) McDonald's and if I'm just basing this off of me not me air quote not knowing you I feel like you'd probably like like a quarter pounder or something and then like a nice spicy sprite because you know it's McDonald's baby yeah I gotta get my electricity actually I got a quarter pounder once and it was actually really salty so I I only get McDoubles now okay oh look at that (laughs) again a wild card Rate your dancing skills on a one to 10 on the count of three. Say your answers out loud. Okay. One, two, three. I'd say for me a six. A seven. Yeah, we're in that middle ground. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think I've ever been fired from a job? If so, what for? Yes, for probably speaking your mind (laughs) and delivering the business. Yeah, let me tell you, the, these retail work, these retail um, customers, they don't want the business, okay? Sorry, ma'am, that we cannot refund your food that you fucking ate yesterday. Dead ass. Also, I've actually never been fired, but um, I am eight and a half points into my attendance points. So um, if your girl will get together, she might be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you think I intimidate others? Why or why not? Okay, if you want me to be brutally honest, I think you would intimidate others, but also I think here's why. You, the way you carry yourself in a room and everyone just knows you, like you walk into a room and people are like, Mel, oh my God, and be like, oh my God, hey, like Mel, you know, and be like, oh my God, I love your outfit, girl, like, oh, I saw you, you know, do your damn thing. I saw you doing what you need to do and all these people, you know, all these people, you got the connections. That's intimidating. That's intimidating because- I want that you know I want to be that and like I guess just like your level of community and getting to know people comes through and I feel that would be intimidating to some people but I think once they get to know you um they'll realize that's genuine and that's great that's true I try to uh create genuine connections and create community and I will quickly weed out people who are wasting my time is it your turn or is it my turn it's my turn it's actually my turn lies okay how likely am I going to go camping? How my high how high maintenance is my setup? Um, I feel like it's unlikely. I would put it at least a two or a three. You would have to do it when you have a group of friends with you who are forcing you to go, and you would do glamping. Okay, it would be like semi outside, semi inside type of shit. You would. <laughs> period you would not sleep on the ground you would have a bed not a mattress not a cot you would have a bed in this tent it will be heated there will be floors okay best believe best believe i would clamp i had not been camping but it is on my bucket list i would like to try the traditional way and i'd like to try the rest of the ways that i would do if i ever go camping which is glamping (laughs) okie doke hold on one second what does my Instagram tell you about me? That you are an art hoe. That you are very influenced by music and art and movies. And you are with it. You know, what's, you know the business. That's what happens when you're an internet kid and you had Tumblr in high school and middle school. I think I jumped on the Tumblr way too late. 
You did. I mean, I still use Tumblr to this day, but it's honestly because I like looking at pictures and finding like funny posts, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do I seem like a cat or a dog person? You're a dog. Hell yeah. You just seem very energetic. I am. Plus, dogs are bubbly. I love dogs. Okay, let's see where we're at. One, two, three. I feel like we may have hit the point, but I'm not quite sure. I haven't really counted. We have one more. Oh, it's my turn. Yep. Another wild card. Make an assumption about me, both players. I assume you drink green tea. I assume you don't know how to drive in bad weather. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I'm not wrong. Listen, you will not catch me on the snow. I will be driving 20 under the limit. You better get comfy. So are we on the next level? Yes, we're on level two, which is connection. Oh, man, this one's going to be a long one. Oh, geez. But you know what? I'm okay with that. This is still fun. Let's uh, mix these cards up, shuffle them around. Okay, well, since I went first last round, I'll give you the first card. What are you more afraid of, failure or success, and why? Ooh, this is a good one. Because I already know this answer, or at least I think. Okay. Actually, this is interesting because I talked about this with my therapists related. So basically, I think I'm afraid of failure, but only in the sense that it's hard building something and wanting to build something off of your passion and have people reject it. Valid. I I feel like that's a pretty common thing for most people too. Yeah. And it's like, I, and it's crazy because I was telling my therapist, Aaron, shout out to Aaron, that getting started is my problem. I, I, I have tons of ideas. I actually, if I'm really sitting here thinking about it, and I don't even think this is cocky, I have wonderful ideas. I do think, I think beyond what is out there and I love that about myself however the initiative right when, when I get started eventually I, I I get it done Mel knows like I ideas that have sat in my book for for at least two years I got it done in a week right a week so it's a thing where it's like I'm afraid of that am I afraid of success no, because I want I want to remain humble and be the underdog. Naturally, because honestly, in my opinion, the most underrated actors, people, are the best because they always have something to prove and they always outdo themselves and they're still like upping themselves. So, long story short, I am afraid of failure because I just, you know, I just don't want people to think of me differently. There's also that I don't want people to think of me differently and criticism. Yes. What's your father's name? Tell me one thing about him. <laughs> one thing. Um, my day, my dad's name is Raed, or his American name is Ray. Um, he's fucking crazy. Like not not like my dad is kooky. He's like fun. He's a good dad. Nah, my dad's fucking crazy. Okay. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. What is your first love's name and the reason you fell in love with them? So my first love is currently my boyfriend, Niall. Um, And I guess, I guess, 
I know what made me fall in love with him. Um, Emails coming through. I guess it's how similar we are. We are very goofy people. And um, when we first started dating, I just remember like our first date, we're really just like getting to know him, you know, small talk, getting to know each other. And like, we did a lot of the same things in high school. Like we did, we loved history, love history. Um, Do I love it on the, on the same level as him? I wouldn't say no, but I know he knows a lot more than me. But granted, though, I like the 60s era and he likes World War II, 1940s era. And I think what I liked about him so much is that, like, his ability, like, I guess his imagine his creativity. That I think that's what really would draw me to him because he actually is a, I mean, I think he's a good poet. Oh, excuse me. I think he's a good poet. And honestly, the fact that he can come up with these things so quickly, like, if he really wanted to, he could be a lyricist. I can see it. And um, I just love being creative with him. We're actually currently working on a show together. So, and that's what I love about him. I love how creative he is. And it took a second to get used to, but I think I'm grateful for him for that. Love that for you. Wild card. Both players write the three important things in life to you. 30 seconds and compare. Okay, so I guess we can just write this in the chat real quick. And then just read them off to each other? Yeah, let's do that. We'll, well, I'll set a timer for 30 seconds. How about that? I feel like this is where you should put some music in, like the Jeopardy music or... Yeah. <laughs> well, not 30 minutes. Hold up. That's too damn long. The rank right, is 30 seconds. High. 30 seconds starting now. So three things that are important to me. Right now. that real quick <laughs> we did with five seconds to spare okay so for my three things right now I put um my creativity I think um I've been really tapping into that lately and I've really been feeling myself for the last week and so um I have all these ideas and I want to get them down and get them written down sure. that would be really helpful for me I put my personal space, but it's not personal space for my boyfriend per se, but just my personal being and really like, I love my boyfriend. Do not get me wrong. And he is important to me. However, I'm working on myself right now. I'm trying to build up my career, my self of being, my confidence, my skills, and um, I need to put myself first. And that's something that I have to do. And that's something that we've talked about. And he understands where I'm coming from. And I tell him too, I'm like, you know, I love you. And I love being in this relationship with you. But, you know, we're at this time where we're going to put ourselves first. And then I put grapes because I love eating grapes. And it's also a really good, uh, what's the call? It's really good. It has high in fiber. So, you know, if you need to poop, it's a great thing for you. Man, that explains so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that? No, I just like. I thought there was like an underlying, not underlying issue. I just thought you just had to shit a lot, but I'm like, oh wait, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, it's high fiber. That's why you shit. 
I just drink a lot of coffee, so I'm honestly always pooping. But um, my three important things right now is uh, my boyfriend, Taylor. Um, we've been talking about like big, big things in the future and what we want to do next as far as our uh, relationship goes. Um, I've known him for five years, so we've been together for two and, you know, we have this deep connection. So like, that's kind of an important thing that I try to keep in my mind. Um, my mental health kind of ties into that. Um, I deal a lot with self-sabotage and I try to ruin good things for myself, even though I know, you know, the thing can be good for me because I'm so used to not having good things happening. And then of course my cats, I love my cats. Okay. I've been thinking about my cat mishmish, RIP King. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking about him, but I have Apple Fritter and Salem. They're my babies. They're so cute and they bring me absolute joy. Okay, next question. What do you crave more of? Um, I guess more travel. I miss uh traveling since this pandemic has started. I miss the ability to just get up and go somewhere and not having to research if they're like closed because of the pandemic or I can't go there. I miss that, that freedom. I feel you. I feel you. Gotta make these mini trips a day trips. I gotta do more of that. Okie doke. Do you think the image you have of yourself matches the image people see you as? I think so. Um, I think, I mean, I know. I know I'm a humorous person. Um, I love singing. I love dancing for no reason. Everyone knows that I love greats, YouTube, and Law and Order SVU, and Sprite. So it's like, that's my brand. And so, like, I'm aware of my brand. So I think that's how people perceive me. Most of the time, people just perceive me as funny. I'm just a funny person, which I am. I'm goofy. Naturally. naturally. So I, I think my image actually does match. I, I would wholeheartedly agree. Another wild card question. It's are an art form. Create your own question. Okay, so I got to, I guess, do I have to ask a question? Create a question for you? Yes, I think you do. If you were a pasta shape, what pasta shape would you be? Let's see if the the pasta that you pick matches what's in my head, okay? I think it would be penne. Girl, why was I thinking that? (laughs) I would definitely be penne pasta because there's a little bit of like, you know, a little bit, like everything is clear, but also like two ends are just kind of cut weirdly. You know, it's like, okay, you're a little different. I feel like it holds the flavor of the like the sauce or whatever you're eating very well, you know? I think so, too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I love penne. All right. How would you describe the feeling of being in love in one word? Harmonious. Ooh, okay. I think that love, feeling like true love and the emotion of love there's like a harmony in you. You're, you're, you know, you're two people. And if you think of a song, there's harmonies and things and they come together and they work out very well. Ooh, way. Ooh, poetic. I love that. Thank you. I'm an English major in case you guys didn't know. <laughs> what is something you wouldn't want to change about yourself? Pat's weave. <laughs> Got that Pat ASMR. <laughs> For Black History Month, guys. You're first. Okay. Oh, what is something that I would not change about myself? My drive. That is something I will not change about myself when I want something. It may take a while to get started, but once I do it, I I know what I know what I want. 
I love it. No, wait, is that okay. your, it's your turn. Read that. When was the last time you surprised yourself? Every damn day. Um, today. I think, well, no. Are we talking like physical? Should I answer like physical or just like? In general with a, maybe like a revelation, you know, something that you experienced and you didn't like, something that you experienced and you, it, you didn't know if you did like or something like that. I think something that I surprised myself with, it doesn't have to necessarily be like recent, really like recent, recent, but I was thinking more so the fact that I am still here, still alive, still thriving, and I'm only moving forward. I think that surprises me the most because when I was younger, I used to think that I would let all my problems become me and destroy me, but I'm here, bitches. I'm still here. Okay. I love that. We love the growth. I love to hear that. Okay. Next one is you now. Yes. I will read that to you. Another wild card. Show the first photo on your camera roll and explain. Okay. Show me. No cheating. The first picture or the most recent? The first one that pops up, I assume. So if you can see it. Is that like a picture of like editing programs? Is it like Adobe? Yes. So basically, um, for anyone that does not know or know, I am starting a virtual assistant business per se, or um, kind of consulting or just assisting with whatever you need. So basically being a virtual assistant is working with businesses or any freelance people on anything. So that literally can be anything that could be email management, scheduling, social media management, creating content for businesses and things like that. So this last post I made, actually didn't post today, but I'll just post tomorrow. And basically I just used, I put the online tools that I use. So I currently use Canva. Canva is my bitch. Okay. I'm paying $12.50 for it. And they just um, unlock the bio links, like the, the link tree, which is so fun because I literally got link tree like this week which is so funny and now you can actually create and make your custom like link tree on canva and create the links and everything like that and then um pretty much all the adobe photoshop lightroom premiere pro and that's basically is it's an instagram post for my account so um for anyone that's looking for any business or any help with management scheduling even content creation editing videography graphic design i am your girl I'm out here. I'm ready to help. Just shoot me a, I'll put a link in the description or I'll put a link in the info box of my virtual assistant Instagram and both our Instagrams. So if you need help, just don't be afraid to reach out. We love that. What part of your life works and what part of your life hurts? Oh, wonderful. Like I said, trauma never, trauma never like hides when we have conversations, even when we're playing a prompted game. Um, so part of my life that works, I hate to be that bitch, but like my relationship with my boyfriend and like my, I guess relationships in general, all my relationships work so far. Um, part that hurts a negative relationship is probably with my family. I think family hurts a lot. What lesson took you the longest to unlearn? Is that what it says? Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to say with my, with my job or my career, I guess for the longest time, I just really thought that I had to work past my worth and past my due. And I'm slowly realizing that like, I'm going to die one day 
and I don't want to spend it working in retail and like I guess that this kind of, I mean it kind of sounds like a like a small lesson or like kind of like naive but I don't really think it's naive I know what I want to do so why can't I make a living doing it why do I have to waste my time and um ruin and you know, get my back bent out for some, for some $10 an hour at Giant Eagle. Yes. That's like, I feel like it's a lesson that a lot of people are coming to terms with, with this here Panera bread. Yeah. And this freaking Polly Pocket. Okay. (laughs) Especially during the pandemic, especially during the pandemic, people love to be like, oh, we're so proud of you working, you know, March through May. Then everyone reopened and then all of a sudden people are back to being bitches, being dumbass bitches. Let me just clarify. Sorry, ma'am, that your shit has not come on time because the post office was literally gutted during the election year. And then, you know, we're in the middle of a freaking penne pasta and people are online shopping all the fucking time so things are backed up so sorry i can't get you your freaking shirt that you got from fucking suzanne Beatro. okay leave me the fuck alone <laughs> literally i feel like this year this past year has been a lot of introspection and people are realizing their worth finally yeah and you know also i think capitalism is the devil like ronald reagan die that means he's already dead, but die again. All right. What title would you give this chapter in your life? Still growing. <laughs> <laughs> what question are you trying to answer? Wait, I did not see that. You took that too. You took it too far. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stop going so fast. What answer are you trying to answer most in your life right now? I bet I already know the answer to this. But what I'll the fuck you- am I going to do post-grad? <laughs> dead ass as well as to go like what's next <laughs> what it's gonna happen you know especially i'm a fifth year so you know i'm 23 and i don't know what the fuck i'm doing because there's a part of me that wants to be in social media management there's another part of me that wants to go in the film industry there's also another part of me that just wants to freelance but there's also another part of me that kind of wants to work as a copywriter and advertiser i'm a multi-hyphen if you didn't know <laughs> all right last question of this round Draw your current mood, then compare both players. Okay, I'll do it on my phone and just show you my screen. Um, oh, let me do my iPad. It sucks that you guys can't see this. All right, minute is going. The glare is horrible. Stick figure. And it just says, and just a smiley face because I'm happy right now. Okay, so I feel like we kind of did the same thing. Um, mine, look at it. Okay, I'm just going to describe it to you. But it's not working on my end. Oh, here it is, Jen. Oh, it's so cute. So I'm really happy. I'm content. But I'm also, I tried to draw optimism the best way I could. I have my boyfriend, I have a cat, I have an airplane for travel because we're supposed to go to New York in May, which we need to figure that out. Okay. Um, and then money because I hope I have better money soon. Money. All right. <laughs> Cardigan. Cardigan B. So we're on the final, the yeah. final round. I hope you guys are being entertained because I'm kind of, these questions are kind of cool. Yeah, I like them. I can just imagine playing these with Niall. I can just, like, imagine, like, a game night where we all just hang out. I mean, these are, I think max is, like, two to six players. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. I will go first and ask the question. Let's get it. So this one is reflection. How would you describe me to a stranger? Um, you are my best friend, my platonic soulmate. Um, you're somebody that I can always have a good laugh with. And honestly, anybody could have a good laugh with. Um, you're creative, you're smart, you're funny. You have a way of making people feel welcome and comfortable. And overall, you're just a great person. Thank you, bitch. Love you, bitch. <laughs> I'm never going to stop loving you. Bitch. <laughs> okay, your turn. What about me most surprised you? Your connections. <laughs> That's funny. Everywhere, I feel like everywhere that we went that you mostly hung out, like, it's like, I shouldn't be shocked that you knew all these people that we went to places or when we went out and you would just know someone. It's always. like. I always do. And I guess like when, when we were really starting to get more like closer together, I, I guess I just didn't really notice that. And then I'm like, oh my God, like she knows everyone. Like Mel is in the scene. So I'm in the scene. I'm like, I'm very like quiet. I'm on the sidelines, but somehow people like to open up to me. I don't know why. I really don't. That's just, that's just how it is, I guess. <laughs> All right. In one word, how would you describe our conversation? Like this one? Yeah, this one. Insightful, I guess. Yeah, I, I would say insightful because we're both looking in and, you know, we're just saying the feelings that we have out loud. Yes, I fully agree with you. I agree with you. Ooh. Okay. We got a, a wild card. Write down one thing you want to let go of this year. Okay, I think I got it. Hold on, I'm sorry, I'm typing. I'm a slow texter, I guess. Okie doke. All right, you go first. Um, Pain from the past for a brighter future. All right, I want to let go of self-doubt and low self-esteem. We love that. Get rid of that. Burn it. And now we erase. Just deed. Oh, I was pressing M. From L. <laughs> what would be the perfect gift for me? A gift basket filled with Sprite, grapes, crystals and chocolate specifically dark chocolate of any kind you know me so well uh duh <laughs> okay what do you think my superpower is i think your superpower is empathy interesting okay i, get I it. think i think you no matter how weird people are you do empathize with them on some level and you make the effort too i try <laughs> so I like that. Dare your partner to do something outside of their comfort zone in the next week, both players. Oh boy. Well, okay. Hold on. I actually have something that's the perfect thing, at least thing for me. Let me go back. Because on my 13 weeks, I actually have a fear list or a discomfort list. I'll do that. So my discomfort list is only has two things on it. It is take myself out on a date and make three cold calls. Want to go with the hard one. Make three cold calls. Okay. Maybe we'll touch back on the next podcast episode if you guys are still here. Yeah. Okay. And then what about you? What do you mean? You had to do one too. It's not just me. I dared you. Oh, you dared me. Okay. Now I have to dare you. Oh, okay. 
uh, what is something out of your comfort zone? I don't really know. I feel like I'm pretty comfortable with like most things. Like I feel like I can talk to people. I feel like I can show up places and you know, all that jazz. Yeah. So I'm like, what is out of Mel's comfort zone? Do you have anything in mind? I have been wanting to get my septum actually pierced. <laughs> but I'm you scared. have money for that. I do have money for that. You would do it? We'll see. It's a dare. It doesn't mean I have to do it. I mean, I have to, but it doesn't mean I will. Well, I want to do something. I want, uh, I guess I want to dare you something that's like doable. And you don't have to really spend money. I dare you to learn a TikTok dance. It's on. I'll learn it. Of any choice, any choice. And then you have oh, to post it. I will. Don't worry. We'll link you. <laughs> okay. Wild card. Give your partner a hug, but not the crappy kind. I feel like we should skip that one because I can't. Okay. We'll go. We'll skip that one. What do you think I fear the most? Loneliness. You right. <laughs> I know because I fear it too. <laughs> yes. Wild card. Admit something. I have to. You have to admit something. Oh, I answered the uh, wait. I answered the other question. You were supposed to answer it. Oh, ha! Big dummy move. Wait. So I said no. You said what do I think? So oh, then you say it. Admit something. <laughs> I'm trying to admit. I don't know. Admit something. Something that bugs you. Something you wish you could do. Something you've done bad in the past. Okay, I must admit, I think pickles are disgusting. Fuck you. (laughs) When the game is over, what will you remember about me? What to watch out for when you feel down and why you feel sad and um, how to hype you up. Why, thank you. What do I need to hear right now? Any creative endeavors that come in your mind, write it down and create a game plan to do it. Yes. Thank you. If you could prescribe one thing to do, if you could prescribe me one thing to do for the rest of the month, what would it be and why? Um, take time and take you on, take yourself on little dates every day if you can. And okay. because you deserve to romance yourself. Okay. Thank you. Treat yourself. <laughs> Treat yourself to 2011. <laughs> Mimosas. It's the best day of the year. I don't watch Parks and Rec, but that clip is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> they sound the same. Okay. <laughs> what parts of yourself do you see in me? Our humor. Yeah. And um, our creativity. Yes. We are both creative people and humorous people. I would say trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Based on what you know about me, do you have any Netflix recommendations? Anything with action. I don't have anything off the top of my head, but anything with action or anything with crime or documentaries. Um, it's so hard to recommend stuff because I feel like you're more on the Netflix game than I am. Oh, iCarly. Rewatch iCarly. <laughs> oh my God. Yippee. What question were you most afraid to answer? The three most important things in my life right now. <laughs> all right last question what can we create together obviously this phone sex musical slash tv show yes i'm this is going to happen i don't know how it's going to happen 
um i honestly will write up this pilot and then we will spec a scene i would love to cast the scene i would love to film a scene like honestly that's how some things do get picked up like they start as a short video and then they actually get picked up for a full series i think that's how it's always sunny in philadelphia started to be real they literally just made like a sketch about initially it was supposed to be it's always sunny in la and they were making fun of people in la and people were like no it's too close to home maybe you should do it about random cities so they did philadelphia and it got picked up same with insecure danny devito really said i wanted <laughs> Right, and then the final card is basically we're supposed to write each other a little note and then we have to open it when we depart. But since we can't do that, I just think when we when we eventually get off our Zoom call, which probably will be for like another, oh, it'll be for a little bit, we should just send a text to each other. Yeah, I like I mean, that. I mean, that's too. But yeah, that is the end of the game. Oh my God, here we are almost an hour later. I know. <laughs> if you guys are still there, thank you for listening. And maybe it helped you reflect and think of some good questions to ask your friends, your family, your lover. Yeah, I think this is, um, I mean, I love games like this. I love questions. I love question games. So it's like, it's, and also don't be afraid to play these games with yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid. Like, I guess, you know, with all this time, you know, in quarantine, because, you know, our favorite, you know, pandemonium, pandemonium, quarantine um so you know just we are we are rediscovering ourselves as people so i know i definitely will be making a youtube video to this i know i will be i got to um something i'd like to mention too i like to think of this episode kind of being like the real icebreaker compared to our first episode because some of you who are listening obviously know who we are because we went to school with you we worked with you etc etc but for those who like for me, example, only know my internet presence. Now you really know me or have a general idea of who I am. And I, I kind of like that. It's cool. I feel like it's different for like a like starter episode, if you feel me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I had so much fun. And now if you don't know what an actual conversation between me and Mel sound like, this is basically it. Jumping from topic to topic, thing to thing. And honestly, I don't want it any other way. Um, okay, any last thoughts before we end today? I feel like that's a we're at a good ending point. We've been here a little bit. I know. I'm thinking about I have to pee. Um, I've been holding this in for the past hour. Um, <laughs> but I'm honestly looking forward to the next episode and what we can bring for you guys. And I hope that you all enjoy and enjoyed this episode. Keep listening, okay? Yeah, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye!